bit about baseball lifestyle 101 it sounds silly to ask because i feel like if you play you know exactly what it is <laughs> yeah no um which is pretty wild considering how it started um i started in, uh when i was a sophomore in high school um so 2013 i started it um just literally for fun um as an instagram account i was just honestly probably bored one day and just wanted to make something and put my two cents out there I, i've grown up loving the game of baseball playing my whole life ended up playing collegiate baseball um, but just really started an Instagram account and just started posting content and curating, you know, different videos and pictures. Well, it wasn't actually even videos on Instagram at the time, just different pictures, um, from around there and just, um, kind of started to create a community and just put things out that I wanted to see. Um, and, um, from there, when we hit about 5,000 followers about a year, uh, well, ha six months into it, um, my mentor now business partner. Um, who runs a gym, um, I went to his facility, like I was trained to be an athlete for like collegiate uh, sports. And, uh, you know, I was like, hey, Bill, like, I'd love to, you know, start selling clothing. You know, I'm like, I have 5,000 followers, let's start selling apparel. And he's like, this is when I started getting like the hard lessons of being a business. And he was like, well, if you have a conversion rate of, you know, 1%, and you know, your average order value is this, you're going to sell five t-shirts, and you're going to make, you know, 200 bucks, and it's going to cost you 150. And you're going to be discouraged. And that's going to be the end of it. So he was like, just create a community, create a brand, create a place for that people want to come hang out. And um, that's what exactly what I did. So I took his advice and I was posting every single hour uh, of the day, 12 hours, uh, 12 hours, 12 times a day. Um, and I was in school, obviously, at the time. So I was posting in class and I was doing whatever I could just to get the content up because uh, especially then more was like better, you know, like it was so new. So we were just growing from posting we were growing from engaging. We were growing because we were different. And um, so, yeah, I mean, so it started growing pretty rapidly. It hit 10,000 followers in a year. And then uh, I started getting free stuff. You know, I started reaching out to companies and they started supplying me with bats and gloves. And I was playing. So it was like, this is awesome. You know, I don't have to pay for a bat. I don't have to pay for a glove. Like, my life is great. And then it got to a point where, like, I had too much stuff. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So then I went to Bill and Bill was like, hey, like, what do I, I'm like, what do, I do with this? Do I, like, sell it on eBay? He's like, no, like, give it away. And I was like, what? Like, give it away? Like, that's like, you know, a foreign concept. Like, I, I got this stuff. I worked for it. And I got to give it away. He goes, well, you know, you're going to build a community off this. You're going to provide value to people before you're asking for anything in return. And it'll help grow the Instagram. So started doing giveaways, like, way back then with all this stuff. And it just helped really catapult the account, catapult the community, providing value from others. And, um, yeah, fasting forward, obviously, it's kind of like a long little story. But fasting forward, um my first year of college, we hit, a, we were over a hundred thousand followers my freshman year of college, um, and quickly grown to like 250,000 followers by, you know, like mid year of my freshman year. And, um, I played my first college year uh, as a freshman and had, you know, a really good time playing, but, um, it started getting to the point where I had to kind of start making a decision whether I play collegiate baseball or I start pursuing not really even a business at the time. It wasn't even like an LLC. It was just an Instagram. So, uh, we started selling our, uh, we started our website, baseballlifestyle101.com at the time. And what I was doing was curating all of like the, like the jewelry pieces that we were running advertisements for. I just started curating them on our website and selling them at like a wholesale retail price. And it started doing really well. Um, we ended up exchanging like 25 free hats from Richardson for like posting. And we sold the hats instantly. And we did wow. it like three or four times. And I was like, maybe like I have something here. Like people actually genuinely want something with the logo on it. So we launched the store, got an LLC, the trademark, the whole deal. And um, that next year, so my sophomore year of school, I played fall ball. And um, 
my parents at the time were like considering moving to North Carolina and they ended up moving to North Carolina. And with that being said, uh, you know, if you miss like three or four days of class, like you basically fail the class. So I was like, I'll just take the semester off, help my parents move. And that was like the uh, fall, the fall semester. So going into Black Friday, which would have been our second Black Friday at the time, and um, ended up having like the most amazing sales that we've like, nothing to what we do now, but like at the time was incredible. And I was, you know, sustaining myself. I was living on my own at 19 years old. And, um, you know, I was like, well, now I have something here. You know, do I go back to school or not? And I ended up making the decision not to go back after my sophomore year because my parents did the same thing. They were like, if you had gotten drafted to play in the big leagues or major, minor, minor league ball, whatever, we would tell you to go pursue that dream and you can always play this, you know, back. And they just said that, you know, this is a way of you getting drafted in a different way. So that was really cool to have my parents' support. And, um, yeah, I would never really turned back since. I would have graduated this past, last May. Um, and uh, all that time later, it's now, you know, set over seven-figure business, you know, five employees at full warehouse. It's like my whole life. And um, it's definitely been a crazy long story from like a kid that started on his couch and now, you know, a seven-figure business that generates, you know, a, life, a lifetime of income for me. So it's been awesome. It's a crazy story, honestly. And it feels like, you know, even though it started in 2013, like that's so fast for, especially now for an Instagram to take off and gain a following. What do you think it was that just resonated with people so much? Um, I think it was just ge- being genuine. I think like it was 15 year old me talking to other 15 year olds at the time. Like I was just relatable. You know, I wasn't like, I'm not, uh, Mike, I'm not Bryce Harper. And it's hard to relate with those guys sometimes. So with me, you know, other kids can see themselves in me. And that's the other thing too, like Bill always told me that um, to basically put myself out there and not, you know, not be like a person behind a screen. And I was really, it really actually humanized the brand and we humanized myself. Um, and that really was a connection between everybody. Cause the reason how Bill became my business partner was, he, you know, we went to uh, the college world series for the first time ever. And it was our first time, like really in-person event. And, um, you know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if people would really know the. We had, you know, we had four hundred thousand followers. We didn't know if people would really like care about the brand or know about the brand or know who I was or buy stuff in person. And it ended up, and he ended up coming. He was just a mentor, not even a partner. He drove drove nineteen hours to Omaha for me. And uh, you know, long story short, it was like incredible. I mean, I took probably thousands of photos. Like it was like to the point where I had to like have my hood up and like like. Like, couldn't talk to anybody. Like, it was crazy. And it got to the point where at the end of the College World Series, I, like, broke down, like, with my dad. And I'm like, you know, I always talked about this being, like, a thing. But I never thought that, like, I would actually, you know, like, I was so stressed because I was just talking to all these kids. And, like, they genuinely wanted to speak with me. And I was like, I never thought this is what it would be. Um, And that's kind of when Bill came on. He was like, listen, like, he pulled me aside. And as the the store was packed and I pulled me aside, he's like, I see where this is going, you know, and I was, you know, what was I, 20 at the time, maybe. Um, and he was like, you know, you, I can help you and become an actual business partner or you can continue doing this yourself. I just see where this is going and it's going to take a lot more of my time and I'm here to help you. But if you want me kind of full in, like, you know, like I want to become a business partner with you and, you know, on a small amount. And I instantly was like, dude, like, I don't have, you know, this is, this is the easiest decision I ever made in my life. Like without you, I wouldn't be where I am. So me and him became business partners. What's really cool about him is he's like over 10 years older than me. So it's a really interesting dynamic where, 
Um, he has his own business before, you know, before baseball ice house. So he really knows about the business aspect of the thing and the strategizing and, you know, some of the money stuff. And I know kind of what I do. And it's just a really amazing kind of like give and take with us where he's got a strong opinion here. I've got a strong opinion here, but like we end up meeting in the middle and everything we kind of done has been honestly amazing. So that was a really great decision that we, we made for sure. What a special place for that to happen to be. Omaha. There is yeah. nowhere like that. That is an nope. atmosphere unlike anything I've ever been to. I don't think anything will ever top the time that I went to Omaha. I'm going to miss it this year very dearly. Very, very dearly. Because like we've made some amazing friendships. I have some... What's great about this, too, is like it's all my friends. Like My my best friend since I was like born is behind me. You know, he, work, he, work, he does all of our TikTok stuff, all of our YouTube stuff. Like, that's my bet. I live with him. Like, you know, it's a family. Like, um, our head of marketing is is actually married to Bill, and like they were, they were, they've known each other before. But like, she was in marketing. She came on board. I was, she was actually the first employee. She quit her job to work for us at the time, and um, everyone's family, you know. So like, we just hired like another person, Dennis, over a year ago, and he he wasn't he was the first one, to not really have any like connection to anybody, but he's like exactly like family fits in all. So it's kind of like amazing. And that's what, you know, Omaha has done. Like I'm experiencing all these amazing things with like family, you know? So it's just like a really cool thing. I think looking at the shop online and on Instagram, what I think people really love to see, especially younger baseball players is there is the tradition and reverence for the game, but there's so much fun that goes on in too, from the phrases to all the little things that make it so special. And you put that on clothes and on hats what inspired you to do that because that's not something that's around very much yeah i mean we're definitely very we do things you know if somebody is going to go this way we're going to go the complete opposite way and that's that's what i love doing and i've actually had the struggle of doing that sometimes for like i look at like for example an amazing company that you know we could be considered our competitors baseballism and they're an amazing company but they do things completely different than we do they have a completely different demographic um, I'd say they're more of like a, your prototypical business where, you know, their Instagram feed looks beautiful and everything's on brand, but like, you know, we're not for that, you know, like we're for like the 15 year old kid who like wants to see all these curated videos and funny stuff and, you know, doesn't necessarily just want to see like all of like the, you know, cliche stuff about baseball. And that's what I brought to our clothing. You know, I wanted to bring something that I would want to wear that, you know, younger me would want to wear. Um, and at the end of the day, like our demographic is also the parents cause they ultimately hold the credit card, but you know, right, so we, yeah. we do our things for the parents, of course. And we have our Facebook stuff that we do in our messaging and everything we do is very community based, very, you know, pe- like we keep everything clean. Um, and you know, we give away so much value. Like yesterday alone, we did three giveaways and you know, we were like, how can we make op- opening day, which wasn't opening day, the best day possible for kids. We went live with Trevor Bauer at one o'clock, who was like, you know, the guy who's the most outspoken guy in the big leagues right yes. now. Yeah. We were live with him. We did three giveaways. We released a spring playlist so kids could listen to, you know, music. Like we gave so much and uh, and these kids are going to go back to their parents like, mom, mom, look at this and look at that and look at this. And they're going to be so hyped up. Their parents are like, why the heck are you this hyped up about this brand? They go on our Facebook, they read the story about how I started and it kind of all really starts working together. So um, to answer your question, like, I think the shirts and everything that we do is is tended to be a little bit different because I think um, we're filling a gap in the market that people want. And I know that, you know, if I if I was, you know, 15 and now, like I wear our stuff all the time, you know, some stuff's made for older kids and some stuff's made more for the younger kids. But 
it's what I would want to wear and watch and do when I was growing up for sure, you know? Yeah. The minute that I saw the Oppo Taco shirt, I was like, okay, this is different. It's almost like if you took the movie, The Sandlot, and it's what those kids would wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. It's, it's what if you gain, if you, cause it's what if you took kids who just genuinely love the game of baseball and said like, this is what your dream like life is, like the way your lifestyle is, your baseball lifestyle, right? Like that's what we give to kids, you know, for example, like me and me and uh, I also named Josh, me and the other Josh, like um, that's who we were. Like we never went out like in high school. I never went out. Like I was on my phone working or playing baseball and you know, me and him, instead of playing video games, we'd go and we'd go hit and we'd go field and we just, we made stupid videos even before baseball lifestyle was a thing. Like, it's genuinely who we are. And I know there's so many kids out there that are genuinely like that. And that's who we cater to, you know, and, or we cater to the kid at ge- like, like genuinely when I did 101 at first, and luckily I didn't come up with too stupid of a name at 15 years old, could have been a lot worse, thankfully. <laughs> uh, I always say I'm very thankful for that. I could have called it something way worse, but luckily it encap- encapsulizes everything. Um, so, you know, 101 was meant to be like an introductory course, you know, for like, if you just picked up the game of baseball or you just found out about baseball, like we're here for you. Like we'll educate you. We'll, we'll show you what's funny. We'll show you what to wear. We'll show you the best pro guys to connect with. Um, and then it's also just for like, you know, if it's really for anybody, it's open for, you know, moms, it's open for dads, it's open for grandmas, it's open for pro players, it's open for kids. Like we're for everybody, but um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, we like to go the opposite way that everybody else is going for sure. You know, for starting as something that was directed at youth players, you have partnerships with MLB players. How special is that for you to, you know, maybe you didn't make that big dream of making it to the bigs, but you're right in there with them just in such a different avenue. How special is yeah. that for you? That's so cool. Because, like, I think my, my honest, my dreams for being a big leagues was never, like, the money. And, like, I've always been a hustler. Like, I've, I've never, like, worked a real job, like, like quote, unquote, like, Baseball stuff was always my way, like, of making money. And, you know, my parents are always like, hey, if you want it, you have to buy yourself. So as a kid, I used to, you know, mow four lawns, my neighbor's lawns, make 100 bucks a week. I would sell stuff on eBay. Like, I've just always been that kid. So I think money will always come to me just because of how I am. And I, I don't stop until I get what I want. But in terms of the, uh, the MLB stuff, it kind of gets into that because it was always because I wanted to, like, have that feeling of going out to the field and, like, kids yelling your name and giving back and that whole, like, atmosphere – and now that's exactly what, you know, the brand has, what I have and what I, the relationships I have with these pro guys. Like I have these guys numbers, you know, we talk as friends, we go out for drinks. We, you know, I stay at their place, like, like we're friends and it's just a completely different on a completely different level where we're not we're, teammates, but like we're, we're a little genuinely friends. And I think it's an amazing thing. And I've had like amazing experiences. You know, people go like, well, who's like the you know biggest athlete that you've talked to and who's the biggest, best person you've ever hung out with. I'm like, genuinely like I don't know because there's just been so many guys that like we just connect with and it's 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 amazing like like you said it's um never what I imagined but the connections and relationships that I have where for example my dad is a huge San Francisco Giant fan and he surprised me with a trip back in 2006 to when the Yankees were playing the Giants come a Yankees fan and he surprised me with a trip to San Francisco two years ago for his birthday I flew down to North Carolina surprised him there and then told him we're flying out to San Francisco for a Yankees or for just a Giants series. And um, I was able to bring him to San Francisco. And luckily, my good friend Chase Darno was on the Giants and hooked us up with on-field BP passes. So my dad was able to meet wow. all of his favorite Giants. And um, and then we actually like got on the field before BP. We're just hanging out with a, a Giants player. 
you know, on BP. My dad was taking pictures on the field. Like we went, you know, the hotel we were staying at, we were hanging out with players at nighttime. And like, it was the most like amazing experience to give that back to my dad. And like, I, you know, he texted me all the time. like, Hey, tell like, you know, tell Hunter Pence. I said, what's up? You know? And I like, you know, it's just like a really cool dynamic that I'm able to give back to my dad, who was the one that, um, you know, brought the game to me. And, you know, same thing with my mom too. Like, you know, she loves wearing like her mother's necklaces and so, like, I love giving that stuff back with my family, but the relationships with the players have been honestly incredible. You know, I guess that's such a neat message to give, you know, young players. The percentage of making it just to play college baseball and then making it into the minors and then that itty-bitty group that ever gets to play in the big show is so small. I guess what's your message to players that you can still be involved in the game? It just may not be exactly how you thought it would be. Yeah, I think if the biggest thing I would say is like if for kids that have like um, a passion in the game or a passion in anything, whether it's not baseball or it's maybe video games or whatever it is, like don't let anybody like tell you like if you if you genuinely put your head down and work, it'll work out. Um, I used to get made fun of in high school for baseball lifestyle. Like kids on the baseball team used to make jokes about my Instagram account and this, that, and the other, and I never cared. You know, look, I think. I think everything is like done for a reason. You know, I'm, I'm a small undersized kid. So I always had to work harder than everybody else just to be in a position to, you know, play collegiate baseball. I was probably like, if not the smallest kid to play collegiate baseball on the field that I played against, you know, five foot five, five foot six. Like, so um, I think it gave me that, like, I don't care attitude where like, I'm going to work hard at what I have to, and it's going to work out. So I think for those kids, it's just, if any passion, just pursue it and just like, work your butt off until you get there because it's just time you know like I'm a big proponent of you know one percent better each day and it stacks and then you know that stacks over years and that stacks over time and then you're eventually going to turn back and be like you know wow I can't believe where I was you know like I look about that right now I'm like wow I can't believe you know but like the actual the actual website side is so brand new I mean that's just this is year three so that's a baby you know so like us selling all this stuff is still so new but I look back and I'm like three years ago I was packing stuff in my parents basement and now I have a full warehouse with five employees like that's pretty wild so like what's the next three years gonna look like so I think it's having a grasp at like you know longevity of time and also just uh pursuing your passion and not letting anybody else get inside your head yeah what is your vision for baseball lifestyle it's obviously exceeded all expectations but now as it continues to grow what would you like to see it maybe evolve into um, I think what's really unique about us is since we came from the media background, like I said, we've gone very polar opposite than a clothing brand. It allows us to pivot in so many different ways. So, um, you know, we're not just held to being a clothing brand because we still do media. Um, we still do advertising. If people may not even know it because we just slip it in there so well now that kids don't even know, you know, with product placement and things like that and getting help, still helping pushing other brands that we that we think are very uh, essential, but, um, so I think there's still so much room in the media aspect of things. Um, we love to create content, um, you know, having a baseball lifestyle team, you know, like having kids, like I've always wanted to coach. I just never had nearly enough time, but maybe having, you know, if I had my own organization where I can help give back and, um, starting up a foundation, um, tournaments, events, like we're all about the experience. So like anything that's an experience, I know we'd love to get into as an organization, as a, as a company. Um, I, I see ourselves as like, um, as a Nike of baseball, you know, Nike is a clothing brand, but that they're, they're still just a brand. They have a, they have, you know, events, they have this, they have teams, they have, you know, a campus for Pete's sakes, like they have everything, you know, like 
baseball lifestyle is just at the end of the day a brand and a lifestyle that kids can associate and live with. So I think there's so many different angles that we can get to. I think it's just about what's the right move. You know, obviously with everything happening right now, it puts a lot in perspective of uh, staying staying nimble and not spreading yourself too thin. And you know, if we did have retail stores across the country, we'd be in a very different spot than we'd be in right now. If we were an event company, like I'm sure you know, you guys, it's very tough where. If you're relying on people, you're relying on a lot of other things. And um, so there's also something about staying very nimble and, you know, being satisfied with what you have and just doubling down on that. So I think we're going to continue there and then, you know, slowly dive into some other things. Well, I'm going to let you go here soon, but I got a couple of rapid fire questions for you. These are fun. Right. Um, and then I'll let you go. So my first is when you played and now, do you believe in the superstitions, superstitious side of baseball? Oh, 110%. What is your favorite word for a home run? Dinger. We live by that word. All right. What is the number one person that you'd like to see in baseball lifestyle here? Didi Gregorius. That's my guy. Okay. But that's my dude. And what is the favorite product that you've ever created? Honestly, our newest windbreaker is like the most hype I've ever seen anything in the entire world. Like, I mean, like my mom like says she likes stuff, but for my mom to like reach out and be like, I want that windbreaker, it, that thing hit everybody. So that windbreaker was one of the most uh, hype things we've ever dropped. So I would say that. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, Josh. The windbreaker is, yeah. like, it's a flex. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. It's kicking butt. So I love that. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh Obviously, hopefully we'll connect soon in person. We're able to come down, but uh, I appreciate it.